Hello, 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 and a warm wicker welcome to all of our witches, white lighters, and warlocks out there. My name is Clark. And I'm Victoria, and you're listening to Charmed and Dangerous, a Charmed podcast. Strong start to the episode. <laughs> we do not have any uh, affiliations with propaganda. <laughs> oh, okay, V. You want to start off the summary for When Bad Warlocks Go Good, episode 18? Yes, episode 18. Ooh, Dinozo is a warlock, but he's trying to be good and follow good. Prue Piper and Phoebe have to stop the evil charmed ones from becoming a thing, but only Prue falls for one. Brendan, he's only half baddie, because he had a mortal mother. A priest gets <laughs> got, and Andy is a dick again, but long story short, the sisters save Brendan and Piper go to hot date, so in the end, all is well. You know, just those things. Just those <laughs> things. Listen. When we I love that accent that you slipped into. That was <laughs> Thank <amazing>. you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, when we watched this the first time, and he came on screen as a long time, like I watched NCIS as every like child does, right? Every child watches NCIS on cable news. Does at, every child at watch ten PM because of uh, parents that work? Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I have a very s- stable home life. Um, <laughs> but no fucking mood. <laughs> <laughs> but the moment he came on when we first watched this, I was like, Denozo! Anthony Denozo! <laughs> I have I love I love that like certain actors will come up on screen and you can only think of them from that one role and you're just like like every time I see Holly Marie Combs and anything else, I'm like, oh Piper, what are you doing? <laughs> right. And it's just horrible because it, it even happens with, with actors who have like like large and varied film careers like yeah even if chris evans is in like some nice movie where he's like playing an uncle to a gifted child i'm like captain america's on the screen like it's just you (laughs) never get rid of it but anyways back on topic we are getting very distracted today already so oh denozo oh denozo he's just so cute (laughs) Oh, back on topic. Okay. So for Big Bad, for the Big Bad, we've got the Roe Coven brothers. We've got the two that are Bad Bad, and then we've got Dinozo slash Brendan, um, who is only half bad. Because, as Victoria said, he had a mortal mother, just like the girls had a mortal father. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are, like, destined to be essentially the evil charmed ones. Yep. But Brendan is like, mm, fuck that shit. I don't want to kill people for fun. Uh, you know, 
like a normal person. Yep. And and he goes, I'm gonna become a priest. Because if I dedicate myself to God, then I can be evil. Which, I mean, we're not gonna talk about that. But, uh... But I think it's something, like, if you choose... Like, if you're willingly ordained into the church, and therefore you choose the Mm -hmm. path of good, you then cannot become a warlock. Because you fully accepted the path of good. And so, then you're just, like, useless. And they have to kill him if he goes through with it. Exactly. Um... So, let's talk, let's talk about Brendan for a little bit. Okay. So, Brendan is trying to get into this, uh, this church hood (laughs) thing. Can you tell I wasn't raised in a Christian household? Uh, Brendan is trying (laughs) to be fully ordained into the Catholic church, is what's trying to, he's trying to be ordained as a priest. He is trying to fully enter into the Catholic priesthood and hereto, therefore, um, fully accept his role in spreading, like, God's word and absolving others, helping to absolve others of their sins. So, the reason that the sisters are a part of this is because Quake is, like, donating, I think, extra food to the church or something like that. Mm -hmm. So, all the girls are like, helping out with Piper and they're like, Oh no, this pen better go give it to the cute Brendan boy. And, uh, what we didn't mention is that (laughs) Piper's like ready to check into a nunnery. She's like done. Piper is a murder. So she, so she gives Phoebe the pen. And of course, Phoebe has a vision of Brendan being like, yoink attacked. Um, so they go and they try to save him and they do. Um, and he's like, ha, thanks. Bye. And they're like, what the fuck? He's not even shocked that I like needed that man across the, uh, building with my mind. Yeah. Cause Prue uh, uses her very active power <laughs> to do her little nose wiggle to get one of these warlocks across the room. And Brendan's like, huh, cool party trick. And then he just like runs the opposite direction. And everybody, basically everybody involved is just like, hey. what the fuck just happened? <laughs> um, so we find out that he, we find out what we talked about earlier, that he's trying to get away from the evil and all that. Um, but what we really like is Prue getting all hot and bothered <laughs> by this whole warlock. Now listen. <laughs> he is fine. He's fine. He's 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 I I just and you know me. I am not usually in it to win it for like traditionally handsome men. Yeah. And <laughs> and he's just Denozo. And but he's like Denozo without like the daddy issues. <laughs> So, I think I think Brendan has a couple of daddy issues to work on. I mean, but he like Denozo is like repeat the cycle and Brendan is like delete the cycle. Okay, you make a good point. And so but and it, if anyone is uh more into NCIS lore than I am, feel free to correct me. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen the show in a while. I just like watched all of it when I was super young. But 
he is just like, he's an angel. Let's talk about Brendan for a second to go a little bit deeper into his character. Um, he like, not only is he choosing to join the church so that he doesn't like become converted into a monstrous warlock, but he also is like a genuinely nice person. Like he like, saved a spider. He saved a spider off this little girl. Because it's, like, all of God's creatures are important, and this is in that. Uh, <laughs> I see a spider, I kill it, like. I mean, I usually just kind of throw it outside, but. No, see, I go. I don't I, touch I, it with my bare hands, nah, fuck that. I go, I go full rage mode. Bugs. I know you do. <laughs> bugs see a side of me that no mortal has. <laughs> but, so, Prue is falling for him because she comes to find him after he runs away and he's teaching little girls how to ride horses and shit. Yeah. Like, like you know, like, gross, amazing male stuff. Uh, <laughs> Ew. Uh, <laughs> a man gross. with a good heart? What? <laughs> 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 But, uh, no, so... Our bra like, girl sides are showing. <laughs> he's he's showing this little girl how to ride a horse, and he saves the spider, and Prue's like, oh, look at this. Also, remember that thing that happened that you won't talk about? And he says, oops, gotta go, and rides off on a horse. So Prue goes after him. And they also on a horse. Like, also on a horse. And they have, like, a little moment, and it's... It's a whole thing. Yeah, it's very cute. Um, love and she decides... Love interest of the week. <laughs> and she decides to help him out because in her eyes, he's her innocent. And the sisters have a lot of trouble with this. Phoebe and Piper are like, whoa, like this dude's a warlock. Are we sure we want to help him? And Prue's like, I know deep in his heart, he's a good man. And so they're like, all right, if you're sure. Um, and they <laughs> they fucking catch him later on in the episode, like, a centimeter away from stabbing an athame into this girl's heart. Um, granted, it was because his brothers were, like, baiting him, but still. And the sisters are like, what's going on? Well, I love that. I love that, because usually Prue is, like, such a hard ass, and yeah. I love that he, literally, he's, like, got the tip of the knife and a single woman, a single mother, I believe, he's, like, got the knife in there, and Prue's like, his blood sugar is low, he just needs some crackers, this isn't how he <laughs> normally acts, like, it is, like. And it's like, Prue, you've known this guy for two days, first of all. She Disney princesses um. it! <laughs> but... Also, also, this episode has a very distinct theme of following your instincts. And I want to talk about that for a little bit, because I love that. So, like, because we have Prue following her instincts um, about uh, Brendan and saving him. And then we've got Phoebe following Piper's instincts. <laughs> Um, and Piper not following her instincts because she, Piper is scared to start getting romantically involved again. And so she's like, 
pushing off all of these advances that this guy is making, this really handsome, really successful guy. And Phoebe's like, why the fuck are you doing this to yourself, you know? <laughs> and Piper's like, I'm scared. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you cut out and I was like, I assume she's just talking and I just can't hear her. <laughs> no, my, uh, Gwendolyn walked in, but, uh... No, what, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, so following your instincts is... Thackeray really in the big... background is killing me! <laughs> but yeah, so this episode takes a very intense um, kick or stab at uh, following your instincts. No pun intended. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I, I really like that. Sorry, this episode's all over the place. I had some caffeine and some ice cream. Though, so. That's all it takes. That, that's, that's all it takes. <laughs> all right. But, okay, let's talk about Andy being a dick. Okay, so it's relatively justified. Um, oh, yeah. Because. I, I would say it's justified. So, um, Brendan's warlock brothers. Um, decide to bait him and, like, kind of coerce him into... Coerce? Coerce? Coerce him? Coerce. Jeez. Into, um, becoming a murderer. And so they go in and, like, brutally damn near murder Father Austin, who is, like, this wonderful, sweet old man priest who is just, like, living his life. And... Um, Brendan is, like, seen at the scene of the crime, and he runs, because he's, like, all warlocked out, and Prue finds him, and he doesn't want to get, he doesn't want to get witch-wat, and Father Austin is taken to the hospital, the police are called, guess who's on the case? It's Andy, and guess who was in charge of Andy's baptism? First communion? First communion? It's Father Austin. So Andy's like, this is, you know, I can take a lot, but slaughtering my childhood priest is where I draw the line. I mean, that's a pretty good place to draw the line. <laughs> I think that's justifiable. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's on the case and the sisters save the woman that's going to be the human shish kebab for Brendan to get his warlock mojo back. And... The woman is, like, IDing that she heard them say Brendan's name. Um, she saw the two men. She's very scared. And then she's like, well, I'm just... I'm just so glad that those three women were there to save me. I, I think one of them's name was Prue. And Andy's and Andy like, is like, Jesus Christ, I'm gonna beat this bitch up. I don't care how sexually attracted I am. <laughs> well, do you remember the Key and Peele um, sketch about the substitute teacher? Uh, is that the A-A-Ron? Yes. <laughs> yeah. There is a part where he goes, son of a bitch! And it is, that is how Andy feels. 100%. Yes. Is just... This moment of, of course, of course. And it's, he knows that it's no other Prue. Like, there aren't that many Prudence Halliwells in the entirety of their city. 
There just aren't. And so he immediately goes to the house. He knocks on the door. He storms in. He's madder than a hornet. And it's completely justified because he's like, I could place you at a scene of a crime, but I'm not. I need you to tell me where the person who murdered a sweet old priest is. Because I know you know. Yeah. And, and Prue's like, and I don't, I wish I could help you. <laughs> and I really like, I simultaneously love and hate the way that the sisters back her up on this. Because they are having their own doubts about Brendan right now. Mm-hmm. But, but like, Andy kind of turns past Prue and looks to, um... Piper, I think, right? Yes. And uh, he said, do you want to tell me what's going on? And her response is, like, perfect. She said, we're not hiding any criminals here, if that's what you're asking, Andy. But she never denies that they, like, were there. She never, she doesn't lie to him. Mm-mm. No. And I think that that's a very important point to focus on, is that, like, Piper still doesn't lie. Mm -mm. She just doesn't necessarily tell him, oh, yeah, we're witches and he's a warlock and we think he's good, but we're not entirely sure, so we're trying to save him. And also, he's upstairs. (laughs) He also definitely almost killed somebody. Like, it's fine. Uh, And he's definitely not upstairs in Bruce's bed. (laughs) Like, seriously. Because if Andy had found out, he would have gone ballistic. A cute but evil man in my woman's bed. <laughs> more, I think it would have been more like, now you're sleeping with priest murderers. <laughs> we can't have a relationship because I don't kill enough. Is that it, Prudence? <laughs> but yeah, so Andy's kind of a dick uh, in this one. But oh, it's like, just a bud. <laughs> Yeah, we're we're on the same page when we say that like he's allowed to be a dick. Like Also the and he frustration does, he does apologize afterwards when Brendan is like his name is all cleared and everything. Yeah. He does apologize to them. So so not his biggest dick move. Mm-mm, but no. you know, still a little bit there. Absolutely not. And then do you wanna talk about Phoebe and Piper's kind of subplot at all. Okay. So for just like a brief moment, I would also like to talk about um, the dynamics within Brendan's brothers. Yes. For just a smash. Because the eldest brother is very obviously like a psychopath. Um, (laughs) Yeah. He like actively enjoys killing. He enjoys his lifestyle. Um He actually wants to be a warlock. And it's very interesting to see this, like, dynamic of the, um, how would you say? It is interesting to see the dynamic of it being, like, the dark charmed ones. Yes. Because it's very obvious that it's, like, the eldest who is stuck in their ideals, hardworking, um accepts what they have to do um and maybe even relishes in it once they get comfortable and then it's like the middle more neutral sibling who has that equal relationship and equal love and respect for each um sibling 
And then the younger, who is usually more rebellious, um, gets away with more, is babied more, but at the end of the day is also like a key ingredient to power being held by the individual covens. And I think it's very interesting because, spoiler alert, um, the middle brother takes anathema to the chest to protect Brendan and then throws that same anathema back at his elder brother. And that is how both of them are killed. Um, and it's very interesting that when the middle brother takes the anathema, the elder brother does not, in fact, like, blame the middle brother. He says, Brendan, you traitor, I believe. Yeah, something like that. Like, damn you, Brendan. Yes, he blames the youngest sibling, not the middle sibling. And I definitely can acknowledge and see where you're coming from. But I also think that we need to kind of look at it and see, you know, they're the reverse charmed ones. Mm-hmm. And you can see that in a sense where, like, the middle bre- the middle sibling obviously uh, lines up because, you know, yes. when you reverse... That's just how it works. Yep. Um, but also, kind of take it into account that, like, Phoebe's the youngest, and she's the one that embraced witchcraft. She's the one that said, oh my god, this is amazing. I'm a witch now. This is amazing. This is badass. And she honestly continues throughout most of the series to be the one that's like, fuck yeah, I love my craft. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she, you know, like you were saying, relishes in it. But then the younger brother, the kind of more hesitant one, and then Prue, if we think back to that first episode, Prue said, I don't know what you're talking about. I haven't done any of this. No, this isn't going on. This isn't happening. And kind of just like denies it the whole time. And so being able to acknowledge that there are similarities in the lineup. I think there are more similarities when you take it and you reverse it. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. No, because it it is. Um, I definitely think if Phoebe had been evil, she would have done it with gusto. (laughs) Let's just say that. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think that in a sense, both are true, that they're the same, but also opposite. And I kind of like the way they did that. Mm-hmm. Well, and I did like that I really brought up that point for one reason and one reason only, and that is, first of all, to highlight the similarities, as we just discussed, but then also to show, like, that middle sibling complex and how interesting I think it is. Yeah. Because you would think that that complex, if turned to evil, would be less of, like, that mediator, peacekeeper, and more of, like, the ultimate self- Instigator? Yeah. Instigator, ultimate selflessness. Or ultimate selfishness. That makes sense. And I think that it really showed that- kind of just like a layer of charm that even if you're a warlock, even if you're on the side of evil, if good is shown to you, if good is given to you, 
perhaps you can change. Okay, yeah, I like that a lot, actually. Because, like you were saying, I didn't even think about it like that. You would, if it's opposite, you'd expect the middle child, like we were saying, to be the instigator, to be the one that's like, no, yeah. I wouldn't expect an evil middle sibling to be a peacekeeper. Mm-hmm. Nice. I like that a lot. That's very interesting. I just did finger guns at the screen, so. Perfect. Nice. Love that. Speaking but, of love. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. Um, so the, oh, this is going to be a long episode. The subplot, we'll just kind of touch on. Uh, Piper, like we said, isn't wanting to date, but this really handsome, really successful guy is like, Josh, date me, date me, date me, date me. me." (laughs) And Phoebe's like, why won't you date him? Uh, And kind of wiggles her way in and she's like, hey, look who happened to show up at Quake. What a coincidence. I can cover things while you go work out with him. Um... And so they go to a rock climbing gym and they have a moment and Piper's pissed. And, <laughs> you know, like anyone experiencing emotions. Yeah, absolutely. She's angry about it. <laughs> well, here's the deal. Like, Josh is very cute. And, you know, we have the previous setup with the episode where he, like, had the wine. So he's not just, like, a random love interest. Right. But... If a man came to me at work and was like, hey, Victoria, I know we can't do dinner, so how would you like to go to my gym with me? How would you like to get hot and sweaty? Yes, was the exact quote. And then if he then finished that statement by saying, let's go to the gym and rock climb, like, don't get me wrong. I don't mind climbing. Um, I think it's really cool. I have some friends who do, like... I have shit upper body strength. <laughs> I am a big girl. I am a big girl. <laughs> I am a lady of delicate complexion. <laughs> I am a southern flower in bloom. Girl, shut If I had been born in the 1800s and I had survived to adulthood, assuming that I had not been taken before my time by consumption, I would have been a debutante. Do not take me to Planet Fitness for a date. I beg you. So, I'm glad he's cute. To be fair, he was trying to make it feel like not a date. (laughs) I... No. (laughs) No. We don't have time for dinner. Let's get a snack. How does that sound? Ice cream? Street tacos? Surf and turf? Coffee? Tea? A smoothie? (laughs) Buy me a bag of ice. Do not take me to the gym. Anyways. Yeah. Anywho. Long story short. Piper does end up realizing that she does want to date. She's just afraid of getting hurt because, you know, she's always fallen for the wrong guy, whether it be the fact that he's evil or the fact that he's my favorite quote of all time that they use pretty often, geographically undesirable. Mm -hmm. Love that so much. Um, 
But yeah, she's afraid of getting hurt. She's afraid of falling for someone and then them just dipping. Yeah. Which is fair. Is very fair. Uh, out myself. Uh, yeah. Me too, girl. Me too. Um, no comment. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Piper does end up being like, all right, Phoebe, you did the right thing. And she, like, calls Josh herself. Mm-hmm. And she's like, hey, come to Quake. And it's all good. But fast forward, fast forward. Happy end. Or I guess rewind <laughs> a little bit. Just a tiny bit. The happy end. They do end up saving Brendan. Um, there's this big final showdown where, like Victoria was saying, the brothers end up killing each other in a strange twist of fate. I think it's actually a pretty badass end scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but we see Brendan getting into the priesthood, and and uh, Phoebe says one of my favorite lines. She goes, well, if you're going to lose a man, at least it's to the big one. <laughs> Or something like that. Yes, she does. If you're gonna lose a guy, at least it's to the big guy. Yeah, and I like that a lot. I think that's super cute. It's very, it's a very Phoebe thing to say. Well, Um, I love that Prue is like watching this man become an ordained priest and is just crying through it. (laughs) Everybody in the like crowd is probably just like, what the fuck? Like, girl, are you good? <laughs> like, I'm just so happy for his lips. I mean, for him. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, I think that kind of wraps up our top points for this episode. We kind of rambled a little bit. <sighs> it's okay. But you're here that's for. That's okay. You're here for entertainment. <laughs> you guys, you guys don't come to hear a well put together show. <laughs> no. Anyways, uh, I couldn't uh, see any personal gain in this episode. Did you see any of these? Yes. When Piper uses uh, her freeze powers to <gasps> freeze Josh so yes. she can call Phoebe to dish some dirt. Um, I'm going yes. to I'm gonna count that as a point. I 100% agree. I totally forgot about that. Um, so that's adding one point. Let's see. Uh... I think we're at 23. Let me double check that while you talk about your favorite line. So my favorite line was definitely um, a Piper discussing whether or not she was going to join the nunnery because it is a conversation (laughs) I have with my sister so often. (laughs) I'm like, should I just, should I just join the nunnery? Should I just go? Um, So that was awesome. And then, Definitely, I loved Phoebe's comment about if you're gonna. Oh, um, sweet, sweet Brendan Denozo, um, <laughs> looking Prue in the eyes and saying, "Oh, what temptation lies before me?" Shut up. Yes. Shut. Love that. Your mouth. Shut your face. You're dumb. Wow. Sorry. That's a new girl reference for anybody out there that watches New Girl. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Victoria just melted. Ooh. I'm not I'm I'm not I'm I'm not in I'm I'm not into sweet nothings. I'll I'll be real, but Denozo hits different. 
<laughs> um, I did look up the personal gain, and we are at 31. Oh! I didn't even realize we were <laughs> we were that bad. Um, but yeah, so we're adding that personal gain to give us a total of 31. And then my favorite line, I love the end fight because solely because of how dramatic it is. Because the old the eldest brother goes, "Damn you, Brendan!" Yes, <laughs> and the middle brother goes, "No, damn you!" And then they both die, and it's just such a dramatic moment, and I live for it. It's excellent. Uh, Victoria, Angel, how long has it been since we've seen Leo? It has been. Four days. It's been eighty-four years. No, it's been Ugh. it's been four episodes since we've seen Leo and my. It's been too goddamn long. That's how long it's been. We stray from the light. <laughs> we, we stray further from every, the white light. <laughs> every day we stray farther from God's white lighters. Yes. <laughs> oh well, at a. For this episode, out of five uh, nunneries, how would you rate it? I would give it 4.2 nunneries. Really? Okay. Yeah, I liked this it... episode, but it wasn't like, you know, I would watch it again and again for Dinozo, but that's Dinozo. Okay, so you're giving it extra points because of Dinozo. Yes. So I don't have that fondness for Dinozo, so I think I'm going to have to give this episode three nunneries. I enjoy it. It's fun. But not my favorite. I probably wouldn't rewatch it mm. very often. Well, that's okay. That's okay. Well, that brings us to the end of our episode. So, Victoria, where can they interact with mainly you on Twitter? You can interact with me on Twitter and um, fill out a poll or two if I decide to put one up at charmed <laughs> underscore podcast. Where can they interact with us on Facebook, Clark? They can interact with mostly me on Facebook at facebook.com backslash charmed and dangerous pod or just search up charmed and dangerous podcast. Uh, where can they interact with both of us on Instagram? You can interact with both of us on Instagram at charmed and dangerous pod at charmed and dangerous pod. Excuse me. Where can they find us for comments, questions, snarky remarks, discussion based points? You can you can send us an email at charmedanddangerouspod at gmail.com. We love hearing from people. We've got what two or three emails at this point. Yes. And we're living for it. We love it. We love it. We'll respond to all of them, of course. And last but not least, don't forget to leave us a review. It helps us reach more people. We're trying to get to a thousand downloads, and we need your help to do that. Anything else you want to add, Bill? Nope, I think that's it. And just want to thank you guys so much for your continued support and we hope